Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 129 of the Brown Vegan Podcast. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them. I also love to talk about overall wellness topics and vegan entrepreneurship because, of course, this is so much more than food. It truly is a lifestyle. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And also, don't forget to come hang out with me on Instagram. I'm at brownvegan over there. So yes, I am back with another conversation for you. This is going to be more of an entrepreneur type conversation. I never feel like I say that word right, but this is going to be more of that type of conversation because I have Tamara Collins on here. She's the founder of Best Life Beauty. Love her products. Absolutely love her products. And so I had to have her come on here to talk about not only her life as a plant-based eater and just her journey to being plant-based, but also I wanted to talk about how she was able to start her vegan beauty line with only $200 and how she's been able to grow that from her home, running that business. We're also going to chat about her skincare routine and just some tips on improving skincare overall. Also, we're going to talk about building her business from her dining room and kitchen (laughs) and how she was able to pivot during COVID because, of course, she has a brand that has physical products. So she had to deal with the post office, just all of the trials and tribulations that happened in 2020 because of that. We also talk about just the importance of building a work-life balance when you do have a home-based business, especially with physical products. So yes, like I said, I absolutely love her products. She has amazing butters that I like to get and also love her facial oil. So I asked Tamara, can she offer you guys a discount? And she said that was fine. So of course, I'm going to go ahead and do that for you. If you purchase any of her products, you save 15% off by using a discount code BROWNVEGAN. And I'll be sure to link to her website on the blog post for this episode. And it's also on her Instagram. The reason why I'm not telling you here because it's an Etsy shop. So it's kind of hard for me to give you the domain information. But her Instagram is Best Life Beauty and beauty is with an I. So definitely go check her out. Go support. Like I said, her products are amazing. I use them on a daily basis. So yes, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation. And as always, of the show notes and everything mentioned will be found at brownvegan.com under episode 129. So I decided to become, well, I'll go all the way back to actually when I decided to become like pescatarian, I I always wanted to eat more like fruits and vegetables. I always wanted to be like more like plant-based, but I didn't really have the discipline to do it. And it's it's actually a a funny story. It's (laughs) what catapulted well, one of the things that catapulted me into being plant-based is I went to Bojangles and I got a chicken biscuit, bit into it, and it was raw in the middle. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So then after that, I started watching like documentaries. The, the big one was What the Health. That was really like the eye-opening documentary. The first one that I watched, at least that really opened my eyes into 
how the animals are being treated, just how everything is being processed, the environmental aspects of of eating meat. It just opened my eyes to so much that I didn't really realize that I kind of knew. I knew kind of what was going on, but I didn't understand like the full scope of what was going on. So when I watched that, then I was like, okay, let me do some more research. So I just started watching more documentaries and just researching more just plant-based meals. And I kind of just started substituting, just doing like different meat substitutes and like lentils and, and other things. And just kind of like substituting, substituting them for the meat that I was eating in my favorite meals already. So that helped me out a lot. So I was pescatarian for probably two years and then I stopped eating the fish. I was still doing like the cheese and eggs and things. And then I really started being more serious about, I'm not going to say vegan, of course, like being more plant-based and and trying to cut out like more of the dairy products and eggs probably from the past year. And I still, so I, I don't really, I don't consider myself vegan because I still have, you know, cake sometimes or, you know, things made with eggs or dairy sometimes. So I'm not super strict, but I try to incorporate mostly beans and and vegetables and fruits. And I eat a lot of, I have a lot of smoothies in the morning. I do a lot of chickpeas, but I'm not, you know, a super strict, like, you know, a super strict vegan. Mm-hmm. That's so relatable because I feel like the average person can approach the lifestyle like that. Not saying mm-hmm. that because I don't really. I always find I feel weird saying it, but there was a time in my journey where I felt like everybody needed to be vegan. Like this mm-hmm. is what you need to do. Everybody mm-hmm. need to do it. But as the years go on, as I learn more, as I interact with more people, and I have like really open conversations, I realize that the average person would probably just benefit from eating more vegetables mm-hmm. <laughs> in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can definitely understand. And I really appreciate your honesty about that, about yeah. like how this is just, you know, is more so identifying as plant-based and doing yeah. the best you can based on your lifestyle. So I yeah. really appreciate that. So you got to tell me though, Tamara, because I feel like a lot of people, well, not a lot of people. I feel like sometimes people can decide, okay, yeah, I'm going to try it. Bojangles kind of messed you up <laughs> and they made you do it. But before the last straw, <laughs> exactly. Bojangles was the last straw. So you got to tell me like, what were some other incidents in your history that made you this decide that this is an option for you? Because a lot of people can't even imagine being vegan. So what are some of the seeds in, you know, in previous years that kind of led you here? Like I said, I was always very vegan curious. I always, well, why? I was, <laughs> I was always like, like into wellness. I don't know. I just felt like, obviously, if we eat more fruits and vegetables, like it will be better for us. And, you know, I just always kind of felt bad after I ate like a meat heavy meal, not even like bad in terms of mentally, but just bad. Like I felt, you know, really tired and sluggish and, you know, just, I didn't have energy after certain meals. And I just felt like it was a better way to eat that I could feel better. That's what really 
got me like more curious about it. And I've never been like a, a huge meat eater anyway. Um, I didn't grow up eating a ton of meat. Like my like I didn't grow up eating like pork and and beef. Like my mom never cooked those things at home. I would get it, you know, sometimes if I went out, I might get a burger or something like that. But so I didn't eat a ton of like I didn't eat a ton of those types of meats. I did do a lot of turkey and things like that. But as I got older, I didn't want so much meat all the time because of, like I said, how I felt after I, after I ate like a meat heavy meal. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things you mentioned, I think that's, that's so important is the fact that you started to veganize a lot of the meals that you were already eating mm-hmm. to make them vegan. Because I think that that, that's like an important step yeah. <laughs> in making this lifestyle a reality. But what other tips do you have for someone that is interested in eating more plant-based meals? Of course, like just take take it like one step at a time and just start like slowly transitioning. I would say, you know, cut the red meat out. You can cut like the chicken out. You can cut the fish out, like kind of go in steps because not everyone can just go cold turkey and not eat any type of meat if they've been eating it for their entire lives. And then like just what really helped me was just finding a really, like really good vegan food blogs that helped me with like really simple recipes because I, it was just me by myself. I wasn't like the rest of my family didn't, you know, go plant-based with me. I mean, we eat like a plant, like more plant-based now, but at the beginning I was cooking two, two meals, you know, every night, like one meal for my family and then one meal for me. So I think that me saying that kind of substituting things into your like your favorite recipes that you already have was really a big deal for me because once I started finding the meat substitutes that tasted really good that other people really recommended, you know, my family was okay with eating it because <laughs> you know, it didn't taste like kind of like how they expected it to taste. It still tasted like, you know, the food I would normally make. That is so relatable too, girl. Because <laughs> when I first went vegan, actually when I was a vegetarian, I would make two meals. But when I was a vegan, I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So I can relate to the two meals. Like I was so burnt out and I was yeah. only a vegetarian, I think for what, two years before I became a vegan. And I was just like, I am not making two meals. We're going to have to figure this out. Right. <laughs> We're going to have to figure something out. Or you have to cook for yourselves. <laughs> right. And a lot of times it's like, I would be so burnt out from just making their food that I wouldn't even eat sometimes or that I would just eat like the sides, you know, mm-hmm. the sides that I had made them and just, you know, been like, okay, I don't even feel like looking to see what I have to make for myself now. Right. Girl, I know. (laughs) I know this life. (laughs) So the main reason I wanted you on a podcast, Tamara, is because I absolutely love, love, love your vegan line of products, Best Life Beauty. Girl, Shauna, who introduces me to like everybody in the world, she always introduced you. <laughs> Shauna was like, you'll love this body butter. Go ahead and try it. And I was like, okay, cool. Because she was always talking about you on Insta Story too. And I was like, yeah. okay, let me let me place an order. <laughs> Let's see what this is about. And I absolutely love your products. Thank you. So you have to tell us like, why did you decide to start a brand of like local, natural, homemade beauty products? Well, shout out to Shauna, first of all. Thank you, Shauna. Love her. (laughs) Well, I started because, okay, for one, for the wellness aspect of it. So I used to kind of play around in the kitchen and try to 
figure out like natural solutions for different things. And this is not even just like skincare type of stuff, but I was always trying to figure out a way that we could have less pharmaceuticals, less, you know, just junk, you know, in, in, in our wellness routine as a family. And I started experimenting. And then a big part of it is when my daughter was going through puberty and she needed, you know, face wash that she hadn't really needed before because her skin was breaking out a little bit. So I wanted to make more natural products for her because she was still really young. She was like 10 at the time, 10 or 11. So I got into experimenting with black soap and it worked really, uh, the black soap liquid facial wash. So I got into doing that. It worked really well. And then I started experimenting with body butter. Like, and I, and I was researching like up until like three in the morning sometimes, just like what oils mix well, you know, just which essential oils are good for what A, a lot, a lot of research and after my family started using it and then like some of my extended family started using it and loving it. And I just wanted to see if it would work. I was like, well, will people, you know, really buy this? I was a stay at home mom at the time. So it was also that aspect of me wanting to make money, but still be as available as possible to to my children. So all of that kind of encompassed into me starting this business and you know, with my fingers crossed <laughs> with like $200 <laughs> is what I spent to kind of just like buy a bunch of products. And then things just started growing from there. So, you know, I started with maybe four, three or four products. And then I just researched, researched, researched and said, well, what else do I need? Like, what else would I want to use that I don't, you know, that I want to be like more natural what do I buy from the store that I would rather have like a more natural solution for? Mm-hmm. You got to tell them though. Cause I know I feel like last year, of course I loved your products. Right. But mm-hmm. this year I feel like the butters are like melting right into my skin. So yeah. what is the difference in your formula from last year? Not saying that it wasn't good because yeah. last year was great, but the last order that I got from you, I, I, I remember I sent you that DM. Yeah. I was like, Amra, I don't know what you over there doing. What what sorcery you got going on over there? But this, <laughs> my skin is loving the butters, like the hip butter. I think I did a lavender one. No, you know my favorite is the lemon. So yeah. I got the lemon one and yeah. then the hemp, love hemp one too. And I was just, I DM you because I'm like, I don't know what you're doing over there. But what, you got to tell them because when you told me what the difference was, I was like, oh my yeah. goodness. So yeah, what was the difference between when you first started till now? So when I first started, when I say I literally had nothing, I was making shea butter with a hand mixer, like (laughs) shea butter with a hand mixer. I mean, I still make everything in my house. Like I I make everything in my kitchen, but I really didn't have any machinery like that, that kind of helped me process things faster. So yeah, I was using a hand mixer and standing there mixing batches of shea butter for like 15 minutes at a time until it fluffed up. And now I have, you know, finally upgraded to a, a real standing mixer. <laughs> so everything is a little bit fluffier now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm telling you, like it just melts right into my skin. It's not for me to place another order, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I go through it so quickly because I just love it so much. And then I like, I treat it like kind of like a self-care session. Yeah. So I slowly, and when I get out the shower, I'm kind of a little damp. 
still. And I just like slowly put it in and just like nurture myself and like say as affirmations as I'm applying it. Yes. It just makes me feel so good. I just love it. Ugh. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a self-care, you know, experience. Everything that I make is, is I want it to be like accessible, you know, self-care. I know it's hard to kind of get those moments in. And now with just everything, with just, you know, daily life and family and, and, and anything else that you have going on. So in COVID. <laughs> in COVID, you got to steal those moments when you can. Right. And speaking of that, like how, how has it been as far as, you know, don't running your business in previous years till now because I feel like last year every small business was suffering so much, especially people who use the post office like you do. Because I because I feel like when I get orders from you, they're from the post office, right? Yes. Everybody was like struggling last year yeah. because of the delays at the post office. So, like, what was your experience? Did you have any delays? What was going on yes. with that? Yes, I had so many delays. I had lost packages. Yeah, it was a lot going on. And even like all the way up until like the holiday season, it was still a lot going on with just the postal service just being slammed, basically. And then it was a lot of times where products that I needed weren't in stock anymore. Bottles weren't in stock. I had to like kind of find alternatives to getting, you know, some of my jars and, and different things from other vendors because, you know, everything was kind of shut down. So, I mean, it was it was very hectic to say the least. But last year, I'm so I'm I'm really really blessed in the fact that my business grew so much in 2020, way more than I I could have anticipated. And I know everyone you know was not that fortunate. So I am extremely thankful for that growth and just for everything that I have learned from last year and brought over to this year as well. Yeah. Wow. I know I've been hearing a lot of people say that with physical products because I guess people were at home, mm -hmm. they were online more and more on Instagram, they were seeing more. And I think another reason why your business probably, well, not last year, but in 2019, why you grew so much is because you are really good at like networking. You're always at different, you're always doing like different events and vending and your products in different stores. And then I feel like in Richmond, you have like a a nice little community going. Y'all are like really helping each other. All of y'all have like homemade products and you just share each other's information and content. Yeah. And I feel like that really helped you too. That's why I think, because I remember when, I think I what we started following each other, right? Uh, probably 2018. Yeah. I think but so. I feel like in 2019 is when you really started to yeah. come out. The community, the, the small business community in Richmond is amazing. It it has been one of the, the biggest things that have kind of, increase my sales and just like the networking and, and people just seeing my products, seeing my face. It has been a struggle for me personally because I am very introverted and awkward. <laughs> and I don't get it. I have to force myself to do these things. Like <laughs> I'm very introverted and I don't say that in a bad way, but I mean, it, you know, it just, it, it just is what it is, but it's been great. Like the, the push has been great. My husband has also pushed me to do a lot of things that I would have never done. Like I would have been like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Oh yeah. But the the push to to just get out there and network and meet more people and do more events and and even just staying in in touch on like social media like sharing people's posts and and commenting on things and you know all of that has has just been 
such a blessing. And I've I've made so many friends, you know, from it that I would have never thought I made and just business connections. And yeah, it's been really, really great. Yeah, that's dope. I'm going to talk about my favorite products because that's like one of the reasons I wanted you on here because I think it's so important to give people their flowers. So I'm going to tell you some of the products that I love from you. And then I want you to tell me some of your favorite products from your line because I love the hemp butter. Mm-hmm. Because I, even though I know you don't design it for your face, I think it's just so great on my face. I like putting it on there on my yeah. face. <laughs> I love the lemon. It just makes me feel so happy when I put it on. It just smells so good. Lavender. I haven't bought that one in a while, but I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Your I feel like I'm about to say this whole your whole line. Girl. <laughs> I love the black soap wash the uh, face wash yeah the reason i love that so much is because anytime i've used black soap in the past i feel like it's so damn messy mm-hmm. and you have this pump and it foams and it's just so easy to put on so i love that and girl i think next to the butters that damn facial oil thank you be having me glowing <laughs> I love it so much. And it lasts so long too. I love it. You would be surprised that little bottle. I know, I know. It's so it's so good. And I noticed too that you've improved on your like packaging too. I noticed that. So before when you first started, you probably just, you know, just probably got what you could afford because you said you were starting off with $200. Mm. But how important is it for packaging for you? Like I know that you have the Black Panther inspiration on your packaging. So how important is that for you as far as, you know, making sure that customers have like an experience when they get your stuff? Yeah, I think it's it, like branding has always been like really important to me. Even with the little bit of money that I had, like when I first started, I invested it into like a really good logo because I wanted people to, I wanted to like grab people's attention so that they would actually try my product. So that was always super important. And honestly, I started I, I started making my own labels recently and they look better than the labels I was paying like way more money for. <laughs> they do? Oh, wow. I didn't realize that you made that because I have noticed that the, the labels are better and different, but I didn't realize that you were doing that. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I designed them on Canva, actually. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was spending so much money ordering labels from Vistaprint at the beginning because, I mean, I really didn't, you know, know any better. I didn't have a good printer to to print labels from. And I'm not saying, I still order a lot of stuff from Vistaprint, but it can get pricey when you're ordering like that amount of labels for products. So I just started researching labels. I found, I can't remember her name, but I found a young lady on YouTube who kind of, you know, helped guide me into creating my own Canva labels. And I just printed them out and, and went with it. I think I'm about to redesign them now, actually. But yeah, it, it, it was, I was just like, why well, haven't I been doing this before? That is dope. I wouldn't have thought it was Canva. I just thought that you just probably got like another designer or somebody to do this for you. Yeah. I just noticed that when I got the last facial oil package that it was in, and I was like, oh, I like these. I like the new labels. <laughs> and, and part of it was just the need, like, because I was growing and it was just like, I can't keep ordering stuff, you know, from Vistaprint every time I need late. Like, I, and then, like, I'm, I'm working out of my house. So, I can't get thousands of labels, (laughs) like get thousands of labels because I I don't really have the storage space for it. So I'm like constantly ordering labels, ordering labels, ordering labels. And it was just getting expensive. And then it was getting to the point where it's just like, you know, I would run out sometimes and I would have to wait, you know, almost a week for more. So I just had to cut the middleman. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. I do not blame you at all. <laughs> oh, so what are some of your favorite products? I'm sorry, I kind of got off track for a second. So what are some of the products that you use the most on your line? So definitely the the foaming black soap and the facial wash and the facial oil. Those are like holy grail products to me. I use them morning and night. And the facial oil also, even though it's facial oil, you can use it anywhere on your body as well. I use it in my hair sometimes. I use it on my body. It's a really great oil. And that's and that's actually an oil that I was really just like, a, I'm just going to try to come out with this oil and see. Because I, I made it and I was using it for a while and I really loved it. But I was kind of like, are people going to want to put oil on their face? Because Oh, yes. <laughs> I love oil on my face. <laughs> this, like I have I had oily skin growing up. I still have oily skin. And, and, it's, and it's a weird transition of putting oil on your face when you constantly been told like just use oil-free moisturizers oil-free you know oil-free this oil-free that so I had to kind of get into a habit of and like transition my mindset into like being okay with putting oil on my face yeah because I remember reading like years ago I used to have really oily skin and now my skin is more dry the older I get which I hate I hated having oily skin when I was younger <laughs> and now I wish it was more oily because you know because of aging and whatever but I remember reading that when you have oily skin you're supposed to put oil on it because your face is mm-hmm. producing a lot of oil because it's yeah. it needs it because it you're not it. getting enough oil exactly yeah. <laughs> and I had to learn that I had to learn that yeah because when you don't your 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 face your skin overproduces oil when you're not getting enough moisture in it so once you when you're putting the oil in your skin when your face is still damp it actually helps to balance the oil production of your skin it doesn't make you oily. Like you put the oil right. on, your, on your skin. It doesn't, it doesn't make you oily, which is kind of, you know, something that I originally thought. Mm-hmm. What do you consider like, what should, what does your routine look like as far as your skincare routine? Because I know you, of course, your products are natural. Mm-hmm. You believe in natural products. You believe in like natural eating and things like that. Right. So and just overall wellness. So like, what does your routine look like? Or or maybe you can give somebody else tips on how to improve their own skincare routine. Yeah. So my routine is I use the foaming black soap on my face. And then I use the oil, while my, the facial oil while my skin is still a little bit damp. And then once a week, I use once or sometimes twice a week, depending on how my skin is doing, I'll use my clay mask, the healing clay, the detox clay mask. And that I mix that with a little bit of apple cider vinegar, put that on for until it dries, which only takes about like 10 or 15 minutes. And then I rinse that off with cool water. I take a bath, like I'll take a detox bath, maybe. I don't take baths that often, to be honest, maybe twice a month. But the detox bath is is lovely as well. Like I really should take more baths because it's so relaxing. It helps with like muscle tension. It helps with with all types of things. And it, it really is like a detox bath. It helps your skin stay really like soft and supple. It has coconut milk powder in it. It's it's really amazing. And then I do, I'll do like the turmeric scrub maybe once or twice a week. And you can use that on just like intimate areas. You can use it on your underarms. What else? Look, I'm like, what else do I have? What else do I make? Uh, I forgot all about the mask. And you just, you really do have like a full body line. I forgot all about the mask. I forgot about the the, the bath soap. I mean, soap. I forgot about all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I'll do the lip balm, of course. I, I mean, I use that throughout the day. The salve is amazing. I think some people, people with eczema, right? Is that the that's that's that one? You can use it. It's for people with eczema, but also um, people with eczema can also use the hemp butter as well. There are two different textures. So like the salve is more like a Vaseline texture and the hemp butter is, of course, like a whipped shea butter texture. The salve, you can use it like from head to toe. You can use it on cracked skin, on cracked lips. You could use it as an alternative to Neosporin. It has tea tree oil in it. It is solar infused grapeseed oil that is it's infused with plantain leaf, which is like a wound healing herb. So it's really like one of those you can you you can it does it all type of things. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, because I've seen that on the site, but I didn't really know what it was for. But now you got me want to go look at it. (laughs) (laughs) So who do you notice is your like your audience, though? Like, who are the people that are because I know it's me, but I just I don't really necessarily have any skin issues. I just like to be moisturized. (laughs) So like, who do you notice is like your people who buy from you the most? Is it more like people like me who just want to be moisturized and smell good? Or is it just? What is it? It's both. A lot of my customers have sensitive skin. So I don't use uh, dyes or fragrance oils in any of the products. If it has a fragrance, it's, it's from natural. And most of them are organic essential oils. So most of the time it's people with eczema. It's people who have just sensitive skin in general that can't use like heavy perfumes or or things like that on their skin. A lot of people buy the products for their children, for babies. It's safe, you know, for, for everyone. Cool. That's what's up. So I know, of course, that you're working from home. And as somebody who works from home too, it is like... It's a lot. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. But for you, so is even uh, extra layer because you're dealing with physical products. So talk about like what your routine looks like as far as putting orders out and sh- like shipping orders. Are you making everything on demand or are you trying to like, do you have like a stockpile and then you take everything to the post office when you get a certain amount of orders? Like what does your routine look like? Off the top, I feel like, but I know I live kind of close to you because we're both in Virginia, but I feel like when I place the order, you like ship it out within two days. So it kind of makes me wonder if you're doing it on demand. So yeah, go ahead and dive into that. So I try to keep like, you know, sort of a stockpile of, of certain things, like the most popular things, maybe like the black soap and the facial oils. But it is challenging. I mean, especially right now during COVID, like we're all at home all day long. So the kids are in virtual school. My husband is working from home and I'm working from home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we don't have like a a huge house. So everything I do is pretty much in the dining room slash kitchen. And I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely challenging. And I'm also not a huge schedule person, which I probably should be better about, but I kind of just do what feels good to me that day. So if I feel like making products, then then today will be a production day and I'll just start making stuff and be making stuff for hours. If I need to catch up on emails, then that day will be an email day. Or, you know, if I need to start posting stuff on social media, then I'll do that. If I need to put a, do like a, my mail list, my email list, then I'll, you know, make a, a post for that. So I'm kind of just like all over the place and then still trying to do, you know, help kids in the middle of the day and all of that stuff. But some things I do just kind of make to order. But for the most part, I always have something already made on my shelf. I have like two 
gigantic shelves in the dining room. We don't even have a dining room no more. It's just... <laughs> That's that's my beauty headquarters right now. (laughs) And so, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I I try to, I have been trying to make more of a schedule as far as like my drop-offs and things like that. I do offer like local pickup for people that live in the Richmond area. So I'll try to dedicate like one or two days a week just to go and take my orders to their pick up location and then I'll pick another two days and I'll just focus on getting things out to the post office. I really try my hardest to get things out in less than a week. It has been, it it has been times where that has been challenging, especially like around the holidays and things where I have like a ton of orders because I'm really doing literally everything by myself. For the most part, it's been manageable. It's been managed. That's great. Yeah. That is great. You made me feel a little better because I feel like I'm kind of like that too. Like in my mind, I have the schedule that I want to achieve, but I'm kind of like, uh, what do I feel like doing today? Kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, I got to get better at that. So I feel a little better knowing it's not just me. <laughs> no, it's not just you. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to in your business? And the reason I want to know this is I feel like ever since last year with 2020, I've been more like reflective and checking on people more like, you know, how you're doing, what are you looking forward to? So what are you looking forward to with your business for this new year and just beyond? Well, for this year, I really want to get in a few more stores. I'm in like, I think I'm in three or four local stores in Richmond. So I want to focus on getting in some more stores and I want to focus on really trying to organically build my following a little bit more so I can have some more online orders. But beyond just this year, I want to get a warehouse. I want to hire a lot of people. Like I want to like employ people and give people jobs and I want to be in Target. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to do, I want to do a lot of big things. I mean, eventually I would love to have a brick and mortar, but what I really, really want to do is create a booming online business. That is so dope. Yes. That's my ultimate goal. And to just be able to to employ people and to maybe do some type of mentorship. I got a lot of ideas just <laughs> floating around in my head. Yes. I love it. That is amazing. So tell us how we can follow you on Instagram and how we can purchase products from you. Yes. I'm on Instagram at Best Life Beauty. Beauty has an I instead of a Y. And you can buy my products on my Etsy page. And my Etsy page is actually www.etsy.com slash shop slash best life beauty with an I. I'm also on Facebook at best life beauty RVA. And then I, if you follow my social media, I do different events, usually around the city of Richmond or like Henrico County, like the, the surrounding counties of Richmond. I try to do an event at least once a month. And that's another goal for this year is to like branch out outside of the Richmond area and do some shows in other parts of the country. Oh, wow. I love that. That's a good idea. Really, really appreciate you being on the show. I I just love being able to connect with you. And I feel like, what, you're probably about 45 minutes from me, maybe an hour from me. Yeah. So yeah. I need to be doing the pickups. I remember one time you told me I should. <laughs> I need to be picking up my order instead of having to deliver it. <laughs> yes. So, like, not far at all. Let me know about some, some popping events in Fredericksburg and I'll be happy to come up that way. 
Yes. Thank you so, so much for being on here. And I look forward to connecting with you more. Thank you so much, Monique. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. All of the show notes will be at brownvegan.com. So check those out. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. Come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle over there is at brownvegan. Have a great day and I will talk to you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.